Well, we know of one group. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of groups out there that deserve this type of uh, uh, this type of praise and these types of accolades. But uh, one of them that we're very familiar with is the Yeshiva of Flopush, who have been just incredible in the effort of uh, arranging and carrying out as many solidarity missions as possible to Israel. Now, Steve Adelsberg, who's been on all of them, and as many of you know, if you're a regular listener, is a dear friend of this show. He is in Israel. They just concluded, yesterday, they just concluded the fourth Yeshiva Flatbush Solidarity Mission. He's been on all of them, and he's spending Shabbat in Yerushalayim. Steve Adelsberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nochem. But I'm not in Yerushalayim. We're in Eli, in Yeshivat Eli. And uh, I have to tell you, it's like you go and you see the Hislavas of of purpose, of focus, and it's here. Are you an A.L.E. for Shabbos? Yeah, I'm an A.L.E. for Shabbos. That's pretty amazing. Steve Adelsberg with us live via telephone. Is there a way in a couple of minutes that you can sum up what type of trip this was? Because I know that every time you go with the Yeshiva of Flatbush, they try to add a a, a, um, a new twist to the solidarity missions. Uh, they try to come up with programming that will be meaningful to the participants and to those who you're visiting. What was this trip like? Well, basically, as I said to everybody, we hug and we listen. Then we hug some more, and we listen some more. We have our rabbis, Rabbi Hertzberg, Rabbi Sklaren, they're out there. But this trip, we went south. And we heard the stories that everyone's hearing. And you realize this is not going away. These people will be affected for the rest of their lives. You hope they find some nechama. And um, you talk to the people who are there, right? Witnesses. And you just don't have words. You just listen and you realize. I have to say it. I don't get political with you, nothing. But I have to say, after you see the people and someone says to you, two-stage solution, you look at them like, well, what planet are you from? Where are you coming from? And I have to say, it's like, you know, you see what's going on here. And that, as the, I think it was Harry was saying before, before I came on, yes, it's tough. We've been doing this now since October 7th. But so is everyone else. I know a soldier gets married. For this winter, we took a picture of a soldier who got married, who was on the line since October seventh. He gets a week. He gets a week vacation, so he gets married during this week. After Shaver Ruchas, he's going back online. Uh. So I asked everybody, anyone having any advice for him? <laughs> you know, you can imagine the lines I got back. <laughs> you got a better way to spend a week. You know. <laughs> It is incredible to meet these soldiers. I mean, in this case, thank God it's for a very positive reason. But there are soldiers we're reading about who've been injured. And and when I heard that they returned to their unit, I thought it was an exaggeration. But there are actual stories of guys who are back with their units in combat. after. They go right back. There's no such thing in Tahoe as a million-dollar injury. Right. We called in the U.S. Army. A million-dollar wound is that, hey, you got a good wound. It's not life-threatening. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't make you have a disability. But you get to go home. Right. Nobody wants 
No one wants to go home. Everyone goes back. Everyone says, hey, 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 I don't leave my troops. On previous trips with the Yeshiva Flatbush, you told us about meetings with the Air Force personnel. Rabbi Grossman had accompanied you to a couple of special ceremonies. Was there any any special program this time around? I mean, you mentioned the visits, obviously, and listening to people, hugging people, giving them chizuk. Uh, was there any official program that was uh, uh, that, that you either uh, conducted or participated in while you were there? We made, this is the first time we took the students. And remember, we've been with this upward trip. Right. Baruch Hashem, we've been able to speak, take 150 students from Yeshiva to Eretz Yisrael since October 7th. All Yeshiva this, we made a decision. Yeah, we made a decision to go south. And you don't have to go all the places. One place will do it for you. I, we went to Kfaraza. We went to the rock concert. Well, I can say you, without, if it wasn't for the rock concert, this is what the head of Zaka told us, who's completely still in shock. The head of Zaka says, for the first month, I didn't hunt my grandchildren. For the first month, I couldn't, I couldn't go to a wedding. And he said, some people are asking, you know, it was a rock concert on Shabbos and Yantus. And someone said, we can't go there, but we're thinking it. But he said, understand, but these Kabbanas, these Kabbanas sacrificed, and that's because of, that because of them, Hamas couldn't go up to Ashdod, Demona, and Ashkelon. Mm. There were three hours that they were in that parking lot on that rock concert campus, stopped the advance. They were still entrenched in the, the different Yishuvim in the south, but the advance stopped. And that was something he said to Herb Zaka, and I said, they were the Kabbanos, and you and you and your comrades in Zaka were the Kohanim. Did you notice the um, Did you notice the effect that this had on the students? I mean, you you just told us that you know now 150 students of Yeshiva of Flapush have been there on these solidarity missions. Sometimes it's uh, hard to evaluate what type of impression things like this make on teenagers. Any observations about that? Yeah, the teenagers were affected tremendously. When you go on these missions, and I, you know, Baruch Hashem was able to go, I'm so here, but before, you know, the mission starts out with teenagers with their, I used to say, with their radios and this and that, and they got that certain levity in there, you know, they don't know what they're going in. But their feelings are real. Two days in, three days in, you see the change. Yeah. For the fourth day, we have to sit with them, cuddle them, and let them all speak. And let them all feel. And you see the change. You see the maturity. And they realize one thing. Zulam Yisrael. And they get it. And they understand it. And now they become ambassadors. They spread the word. They start saying that, hey, we made a difference. We all can make a difference. And I said before. Anything you do, you listen and you hug. And all of Am Yisrael wants to know one thing. Are you with us? Just tell us you're with us because we feel very lonely. And just like the adults now more than ever, our kids, even in the American Jewish community, feel as connected as, as ever to both the people of Israel and the land of Israel. <clears throat> Steve Adelsberg in Israel. He's there an extra Shabbat after the most recent Yeshiva of Flatbush Solidarity Mission. Any feeling in Israel today about Purim Katan? Did you even feel that it was a bit of a, in a minor way, a bit of a special day, or that didn't come up today? It comes up. No, no, no. It's, this is, I found out. I'm with Rav Goldberg. 
So when Mayor Mayor Goldberg, when they leave, he said to me, by the way, Zion Adar, everyone should know, was Adar Alice. <laughs> and, that was, out, that was and that was and that was last Friday, right? I think it was last Friday. Right, right. And uh, and now now, so we have Purim Katan, and I was with I was with the Biano Rebbe. And he told me what he heard, and it's not verified. I think when the Biano Rebbe tells me something, I take it to the bank. Yeah. And he said to me the Chatukim was saying they were in rooms with no lights, so the moms of Hamas gave them flashlights. They said on Friday night, and they're not these are these are not religious. They took the flashlights and they look at, and they made hadlakas neiros on the candles for Shabbos. They had grape juice they were given. They saved the caps and they used the caps of the grape juice to say Kiddush. Now this is why this, what this story came from where? The Vienna Rabbit told me this story B- about who? He was told about the about the hostages who were released. Wow. This is what they told them. Wow. So it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> what we what we're saying here is that, I mean, we all see the clips. We all see the, you know, the, the changeover. And I say to people, by the way, what were you arguing about a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone tell me? Does anyone care anymore? Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Shabbat number, t- full Shabbat, full Shabbat number 20. Because remember, the kidnapping happened on Shabbat. Full Shabbat number 20, assuming, unfortunately, if they're not released in the next few hours, that our brothers and sisters have been in captivity. Day number 139 since October the 7th. 139. Our brave soldiers have been at this for four months, four plus months, defending and... um, protecting the state of Israel and Jewish people around the world. The most inspiring figure, photo you can see, and somebody can see it, the people, the, the people of Sholamit were in Kramim until yesterday. Right. In the, in the star. Right. As, as before they left, they made a, a, a gauntlet, a line. You know, that, sometimes we make that in the places we don't want to be, but they made a gauntlet, and all the employees of Kramim were given a Yashakayach and how the little kids just ran over to these people who took care of them for the last 139 days. So it looked like the end of a Stanley Cup playoff series. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, Steve, let's put everything in perspective here. Come on. Exactly. 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 Unbelievable. But I'm saying here, but, you know, we we came to A-League. And as most of you know, Ali was hit very, very hard. Yep. Yeshiva there, and I don't know how I'm even going to be able to go there to this weekend because they lost 19 boys. Yep. And, and but hey, they they look, they have a certain, we all know it, we all see it. I'm not telling, I'm not telling anyone anything new. Only reason I want to come on is hey, guys, we can't stop. Yeah. They're not stopping. We can't stop. Well, Yeshiva Flatbush and you and the leadership and the rabbis, they've uh, they have kept the momentum going. A lot of schools, by the way, have hopped aboard, call a vote to every institution that has done that. And, of course, synagogues and groups as well. Uh, you guys are just a symbol of the whole thing as you went so early and you've gone so often. And we hope that momentum continues. Steve Adelsberg, a uh, Purim Katan Sameach. Have a Shabbat Shalom in Ali. Please send our best to everybody there. And Am Yisrael Chai. And maybe you have some connections, but is it possible to get allowed to change the movie a little bit? 
You know, it's so funny you say that because I have also had the privilege to go a lot, you know, in the last few months. And, you know, not that it's the most important thing because there are other things that you and I can do on airplanes and do and do on flights that are, in fact, more important. But, you know, at times you want to just relax a little bit, check out what's happening in the entertainment system. And, yes, you are correct. You are correct that there's a lack. And as a matter of fact, I have here, I have literally in front of me, where is it? Oh. It might be in my New York studio. I literally have in front of my New York studio console the uh, phone number of one of the vice presidents of El Al. I think that might be my first question when I finally get him on the air. What are we? What are we doing? What are we doing to, ro- to rotate the TV and movies a little bit better on the flights? As my father, a lover, Sholem would say to me, "That should be your biggest problem, my son." Amen to that, brother. When I would complain about when I would complain about airline food to my father, he would always remind me how he used to travel over the Atlantic on single engine planes and just pray they got there. He, he, never, worried, <laughs> he never worried about what they were serving, you know? <laughs> this, is, this is true. Have a, have a, Our priorities have changed. That's have an, a great Shabbos, that's an, that's an understatement. Have a wonderful Shabbos, Steve Adelsberg. Oh, how our priorities have changed. Oh, boy, is he right.